So, um, so my name is Quindell Evans. If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. Education. You feel me, then? Hold on, let me say it one more time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said my name is Quindell Evans. If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. Education. You feel me, then? Check out the shirt, bluepoetry.com. Blue is the color of dream. Poet is the already inscribed with the power to open the eye. Tree is the seed that branches off and leaves and grows wherever it goes. Let's go. Right now, we're here with Soul, a.k.a. Asia, this beautiful being right here. And, you know, I didn't even... I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I was coming over here to allow her to participate in this Blue Poetry podcast. But she's way deeper than I thought. You know, I, I knew she was deep, you feel me, just by the the content she posted on her social network. But I didn't know she was deep, living with another deep sister. And they both just, like, teamed up on me and <laughs> took me to school. You know, like, really, really, like, took me to school. Took me way back to class of 2000. You feel me? And I appreciate the energy. I appreciate the opportunity to be able to share some back and forth with these young ladies. So, um, would you like to introduce yourself? I never, never really practiced introduction. But I'm so, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, my earth name is pronounced Asia. Pronounced Asia. Asia. People pronounce it Asia. Oh, you should get it. Right. They gotta see you. Um, so yeah, so, that stuff. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. So like, yeah, um, I crochet and I'm working on a project. I started crocheting for the homeless, um, <clears throat> like, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple months back. And it's basically just to show them that there is unconditional love out here, that not everybody um, is all for self, that there are people that care about them, or just people who don't have what we have in a general sense. So you want to help them out and do something? Yeah, I want to give them do something. something. Give them some scarves. Yes. What else you crochet? Some hats, gloves, nah. or just scarves? So like, I ain't really make it that far. Yet. To like, yeah, yet. To like, yeah. like other stuff. Cause I really just wanna expand on the scarves. I just wanna be able to like, um, cause scarves to me personally just mean something. It's just wrapping your neck. Um, when you wrap your neck, for some reason, it causes warmth everywhere else. For me personally. Okay. Yeah, I'm warm now. I'm, I'm warming up. I was cold, I was freezing. I mean, let me know. I'm still hot. No, you good cold. now. Yeah, I'm warmed up. Good now, because you was cold earlier. Yeah, I was, I was freezing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but um, I think y'all warm me up with when y'all hit me yeah. with the with the spirit uh energy thing. That was dope though. So um, today I wanna I wanna talk to you about why you do what you do. You know, I wanna talk to you about. When you started, what do you see yourself finishing? You know, um, give some background on your history of art, you know, stuff like that. I'm going to share some of the projects I've been working on. That's the munchies. I don't know if you like dates. Um, but um, wow. I want to, you like dates? You ever ate dates? Nah, I'm just focusing on your books. Right. See oh, you, you real Caribbean out here. Right. You, you don't like dates? It's not that I don't like them. It's just, I don't know. It's something about my parents forcing me to eat them when I was younger that just makes me not eat them now. Okay. okay. No doubt. But like, now that I'm looking at your books, I'm actually trying to get them published. Actually. We could talk about that. That's um a very simple thing. There's a website called lulu.com. And they allow you to publish your books for free. There's createspace.com, the Amazon program. Allows you to publish a book for free, you know, and distribute it to bookstores online everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, these are some things I want to talk about. Um, but um, I would like to sing a song for you though. Ooh, is it the smile song? 
Um, not that smart. Okay. I can say that too. But um, I want freestyle. You feel me? Just to uh, when I do my like poetry workshops and stuff like that, I like to start off with a song just to set the mood, mm-hmm. introduce myself in a poetic or artistic yeah. sense. Okay. So um, <clears throat> yeah, let me freestyle. Let me see. So um. I know no disclaimer. Thank you. I mean, I could just give a disclaimer, you know, communicate. So, like, people may not know, I never really, like, I, I, you know, I always thought I could sing, rap, mm-hmm. do poetry and all that, but I never was really, like, like, uh, I never really identified myself as, like, a singer, like, you know, like a Michael Jackson or Stevie Wonder yeah. or R. Kelly. Never really thought my voice was like the voice, but I just like to do it. Yeah. So I just I just sing out of like self expression. I just express myself. And I think like people who have like a who have like a passion for it are more are more able to take off and be more successful than the people who are naturally talented. Yeah. You know, so if you've got a good voice but you don't even think you got a good voice and you too scared to perform. I feel like you more behind a person who actually has a bad voice, yeah. but who's not who's yeah. not afraid and more willing to just hit the stage. So I like being behind a mic, no matter how I sound. Let me see. All right. Goddamn, girl, you're so fine. You got that look in your eyes, goddamn, girl, you're so fine. You got that spark in your eyes. I want you for the night. Cut a no, no good for your life. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, goddamn, girl, you're so fine. It's on my mind when I'm on your timeline. But right now, what's on my mind is you look better when I see you out of high. Oh, 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 Type shit. <laughs> Can we pretend? Uh huh. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. <clears throat> Let's pretend for one night that I'm the man in your life. Can we do the things that love us do? Na da na 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 so yeah, my name is Quindell Evans, bluepoetry.com. Right now we with Soul. You feel me? Soul. And we just had like a very deep conversation um, that I think was caught on camera. Um, so hopefully we can share okay. that that pre-conversation as well too. It might be a little explicit. We was very, um, we wasn't holding back no type of language. And nope. that we was just letting it go. Raw all the time. Straight raw. That's why my name is Sue. Tight. So, um, first question is, you know, like, what, what is your inspiration or purpose? You know, what's your intentions behind sharing yourself 
branding yourself and sharing your art? Like, what do you, what do you, what do, you do it for? So, like, if anybody's just, like, has me on social media, I'm naked most of the time. Um, so, like, the purpose, first of all, of that <clears throat> is just to practice and just to try to show or project desexualization of the woman body. To understand that it can be looked at as something else besides sex. Um, so, my inspiration. Hmm. So, like, my inspiration comes from pain. Um, I was abused. And it just, I wrote a poem about it. And it's just basically, <clears throat> I was taught to love aggressively, in an aggressive way. And I didn't come out loving like that. I came out loving in a positive way, aggressively. <laughs> if that makes any sense. And it's just to show that. I know what pain feels like. I know what dying feels like. Um, You're alive, though. Yeah. I've, I've died in many ways, but... Okay. Um, I don't know if you were there. Um, I'm going to get to that later. You can okay. keep... Thank you. So, yeah, so I wasn't ready going that far that. So, <clears throat> so, yeah, so... I've just... I understand. I've been homeless. I've, I've been in diff different situations where I can relate to a lot of people and I've taken myself um, and placed myself in, in separate opportunities to just learn of other people. I've like sat down with homeless people in the city and just try to understand their situation and where they're coming from. Even if they were lying, I didn't really care where it's coming from. <clears throat> but just to learn the stories of people, the mindsets of people, and just try to project a positive outlook on it. Because Living in a negative mindset can really hurt. I've lived in it. It's not fun. So when did you start like uh? Thank you for that. When did you start like um, branding yourself and promoting yourself on social media, and uh, consistently? Recently. Recently, like how recent? Like. Like two months ago. Like two months ago. And before that, you were just off and on with it. Or like there were other consistent times in the past and you slowed down and there was other consistent times in the past and I slowed down. Do you feel like the the content you promoted on those other consistent times were the same or you feel like you slowed down, got better and readjusted and came back stronger, like came back with more purpose? Yeah, most of the time that I, I stopped or I slowed down was to reestablish and just realign myself. And then make sure anytime I come back, it is stronger than the last time I came back. And this time, when I'm projecting myself, it is a whole lot stronger than it was before. It's more um, in tune, more aligned, more happy. Like that. So, um, you said that you most of your photos is naked, and you post to desexualize the image of woman. Is <coughs> Is this something you feel personal about, or is it just like, oh, I want to do this for other women? Or is this something like you feel personally is something with you? Like, you know, men, you have a personal experience with men that's allowing you to be like, I need to help other women who've been through what I've been through, type of. It is that. Um, um, like, you know, like I said, if you're on my Instagram, I have already a very different look. I look weird as it is. And I'm. Most of the time when you guys see me, I'm extremely sexualized. Um, and if I tried to do it backwards where I wore more clothes. Um, I went through an entire tomboy phase where I was just wearing big clothes, big jeans. Even if my jeans were a little tight, my shirt was super big. And it didn't matter that I had that on. Guys were still sexualized. So it was like, okay, so it doesn't, and I'd rather be naked. So it was like, okay, so it doesn't matter what I have on. I'm, you're going to look at me some type of way regardless. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just be me. So I was decided to project myself as the person who chooses to be naked. And if you choose to look at me as a sexual, sexual, in a, sorry, excuse me, in a sexual way, that just proves to me the simple mind that you have. Because I don't need to put clothes on for you to sexualize me clearly. 
you've proven that to me. Men have proven that to me. So now that I project a naked way, if you still choose to sexualize me, I just even know how more simple you are. Because even though I project a, a sexualized image, if you pay attention, there's reasons for it. I place it in a way where you can see why it is the way it is. Okay. So you kind of lower niggas in to... <laughs> kind of lord, you know, kind of lord. Technically, if you really think like, about it, to like see where they at, you know, you like to see exactly where your mind is. Yeah, see where they mind at, and that's a good thing, you know. You're able to, you know, the the ability to to pull out people's true intention is a powerful thing, you know. So I appreciate your your you expressing your power. Jive, jive. Mm-hmm. Jerry's calling. Answer? No. So, um. So, um. You said oh, you wrote no. a poem about it. Yes. Is that something you do often? You write poetry? Yes. You, um. Do any other types of performing arts? <laughs> I sing. You sing? You write poetry? You dance? No. I'll be trying it. You trying to do? You feel me? I've been yeah. trying. No, you black. So all black people. You see, you exactly. I have rhythm. It's just like you know, I can't really run it myself the way I want. So um, you sing, you rap. No. I mean, you sing, you do poetry. You um. I write as well. I'm working on. You write. You you want to be an author. Mm-hmm. Got a book you're trying to pop out with. Um. And you knit. You got some some knittings. Crochet. You no, know, some 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 crochets, some scarf you try to pop out with. And I'm also an assistant photographer too. And you're you work behind the camera. Mm-hmm. So you have all these artistic talents. Do you feel like you always had these talents, or did you just recently start to get on that too? Um, the singing and the writing were constant. Um, photography, I taught myself, and crocheting, I taught myself. So constant singing and writing. What is that like? What age did you start? I started writing first, not to be raw, but I'm a raw person. It started off as suicidal letters to myself. And one second, <laughs> sorry. Give me two seconds. I'm in the middle of the podcast. Coming down. All right. Your friend is here. Yes. One second, Jai. Huh? Can you do me a favor, please, 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 please? No, actually. No. I, give me five minutes. Five? <laughs> so you want to just pause it and go get yeah, your can friend? You go, yeah, can you go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn <laughs> education. So we back at the Blue Poetry Podcast. It's oh. your boy, Quindell Evans. And I'm with Soul, a.k.a. Aisha. A.k.a. Hey, AKA the one who will who will lure you in and break down your in, true intentions. You know, like real talk. We need more uh people who does that. Um because people whose intentions aren't always um genuine. You feel me? I wanna say pure, I don't know what that means. But like people's intentions aren't always genuine. They aren't always for a better cause, you know? So if you can find out what people's intentions are from the jump, you can base your relationship with them off of a more guided, you know, perspective. You know, because it's, it's okay if you're around somebody who don't have the same intentions as you. But if you know that, then you can allow the relationship to bloom in the way it's supposed to and not think you're going to grow an apple out of an orange tree. So, um... Talk that talk. Or... So... I want to find out more about about like when you began to express this art. You know, you crochet. Yeah, that's You do poetry. I I, I don't know if you want to share some of your poetry. You said you wrote a poem specifically about fuck niggas. So I want to hear that. It's not specifically specifically about damn. I had to repeat it twice because it was literally I had to. But it's not about fuck niggas. It's basically. I had to do it because I'm de- I'm dealing slash trying to detach myself away from a person that <clears throat> just 
hope damn he's gonna know this about him whatever this basically drains me a little bit emotionally because you know whatever the case may be so it, i had to basically recheck myself because the person asked me why am i so emotional and i had to really check myself because i had to ask am, am I emotional? because i've never been asked why am i so emotional i've never been told i was emotional i've always been told i was too deep but i've never been told i was emotional so I had to check myself, so I wrote a post about it. I can share it if you want me to. Well, definitely. But before that, I want to ask. Good. Um, Good. Hopefully, you're willing to answer this, but um. I answer anything. Okay, great. <laughs> so um. You said you're you're being drained by an individual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you feel like? <laughs> Do you feel like you're, you're, you know, because I'm very skeptical when people say stuff like that. Mm. Um, and we spoke earlier before the podcast about how there are things that goes on in, my, in our personal lives that have gone on in our past that we bring into the present, which, you know, impacts our future. Do you feel like, you know, you're, you, we also talked about intentions just now, mm. how you can pull the intentions out. Mm. You feel like this person is draining you or you're draining yourself within this situation. That is definitely the reason. And maybe I have I do have an issue with um relaying myself better. Okay. So I will say that the person themselves was extremely honest with me. Um, but with words, not with actions. And I followed the actions and not the words while the person but you should. Which I felt like I should as well. But the person stuck to their words and re- and kind of denied the actions part. So I will say that the person wasn't draining me in a sense. It was my willingness to be around the person and want to help the person that drained myself huh. in the situation. So you were right in that situation. It was you drowning yourself, but the person is the... The object, the catalyst that you can kind of blame or not really blame or or say caused it, you know, the causal effect of it. My care. Um, right. Um, you know, because we talked about intention, and I feel like a lot of times that's a power that you have to lure someone in or just pull out their intention and then deal with them based on that. But a lot of times our powers can be used against us. I was teaching that Rikers the other day, and I was trying to explain this story to you earlier, but once I said Rikers, you got excited that we <laughs> begin the whole trifle conversation Sorry. with her. And that's okay. I would, I'm glad I get a chance to explain this again. So I was teaching that Rikers the other day, and the, you know, I say inmate, and people be like, you can't say inmate because they're like people like us. And I'm like, okay, let me not say inmate. The participant. <laughs> In the program mm-hmm. that I was teaching, who mm-hmm. happens to be incarcerated, mm-hmm. um, explained to me that they, I don't want to say their gender, may hope, I don't know if I already revealed it, but they like to play with people's minds, mm-hmm. right? And they don't really want a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. But they was playing with someone's mind and made them feel like they really liked them just to play with their minds to see how it would work. Mm. And then that person played with their minds back and made it seem like they really liked them too. And that per the person who initiated the playing with the mind mm-hmm. actually now was caught in their own power. Now was mm. caught in their own drama. Mm. Now they... The, mm. Now they forgot this was all play. Mm. Now they forgot this was all a game. And that's the purpose of life. <laughs> they forgot it was all a game. Now they're that's serious. Life. I was playing, but this is real. Oh I actually God, played into life. some reality. Yes. I actually played myself, mm. but it feels like this is lit. It's like lit. I don't I can play this game for the rest of my life. It's what they thought. Until they got caught up. Until the person who played dumb, who mm-hmm. played with them too, mm-hmm. revealed that it was just playing. Yeah. You started it. And... I was just matching your energy. What happened after that, after the person revealed that they were just playing, they realized that they were being mentally abused the whole time. 
And this person, which which is uh, what I want to get to, the point I'm making is that they specifically said only that they kind of played like, you know, this person draining me of my energy. This person did ABC to me, and now I need to, you know, now I need to heal from it. When it was like, you know, like, the whole story was you initiated it. <laughs> so, like, you know, I'm, I don't want to make you feel any way, but I just want to, I just want to know if you, yeah, if you're yeah. ready to reflect on the fact that this person may not be draining you. No, it's you doing it to yourself. Yeah. It is. Because at the end of the day, nobody can make you do anything. It's what you choose to do. So, if you choose to do it, although the person is technically, like you said, the object of the situation, it's still, it's still a choice that you're making. Right. So, yes, it is something that you're doing to yourself. Right. If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. As a case, huh? We're back. Blue Poetry Podcast. Once again, we got Soul, a.k.a. Asia. And, you know, I feel like this is the perfect time for... I mean, all the time has always been perfect to self-reflect, to, like, go over exactly what... What what life is about? You know, I don't know who it was who said like a life unexamined is a life not worth living. Um, I feel like that's always been the time. I think that was like Socrates or somebody or, you know, someone ancient. Some you know some somebody years ago, but like the whole point is is like, that's always been it. Like examine our lives, so we're not examining exactly what's going on, and how can we know where we're going. You know, so I think it's last time we left, we was talking about whether you were being drained or whether you were training. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's important to reflect on that. So, um, I think now it's time for the people to hear your poem about the guys with ill intentions that you don't respect. Why you keep making up the poem? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm assuming it's about. You said you wrote a poem about your situation, about being over-sexualized. No, so I'm the a, poem I'm, is about... I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you're going to be just throwing shots at the whole idea of men and masculinity. And you know I hear a lot of poems about, like, you dudes... I respect men. I actually advocate for men a little too much, and women actually don't like that. Because I have a son, and I feel as though I can't be bashing men when I'm raising a, a black child. Respect. So, I advocate for men all the time. I understand. Not that I fully understand your struggle because I'm not a black man. But I'm empathetic enough to understand your struggle. Real talk. And I don't, I don't tear you down. But if I, if I show or try to project a certain kind of change that can happen within you. Because the thing is, when I, see, when I meet certain guys... <clears throat> I see better in them more than they see within themselves. And what I do, which is an issue that I realize now, is that I push them to be that person. And they're not that person in their own head. I see that person, but they don't see that person. So I'm pushing that, pushing that, pushing that, and they're looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? You feel me? And it's like, okay, cool. I got to leave now because if you don't see that person and I'm trying to show you you are that person, what am I supposed to do now? What? Because I know you have some type of battle against that. Too. No, I know battle. Like, um, I mean, it might seem like a battle to you because the way you perceive the question. Uh-huh. But um, if you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. It's a case. This is Quindell Evans. Hmm? With that phrase, um, I was making a song. I said it in a song, and then kept saying it. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, this is my phrase. I'm gonna make the phrase. I said it in a song that sounded cool, and I like saying it over and over So, um, there was a song called Out of Space. I broke up with this girl last year who was, um... <laughs> I broke with this girl last year. I don't know if it was like a break. I stopped talking to her. We wasn't really together. We was talking. Personally, I feel like, you know, like, if, if I knew... What's your name, lovely? Jai. Jai? Mm-hmm. If I knew Jai, just knew her. I ain't like close friends, and we just knew each other. She, she, like if I knew Jai, she, she, she. 
if I knew Jai and like we cool, but you know what I'm saying like let's let's say I know Jai and Jai posted one of my friends. That's how I know her, you know. Or maybe I knew her before that, but then they started talking. And now she's talking to my man. Now we're like, now it's like you know, now it's that like bond that just like the friend talk to friend bond that that's rare. So like, I know Jai because of that, or I know Jai just you know I just know Jai, and. One day I get a call from Jai, and she like, yo, Jai. Jai. One day I get a call from Jai, and she like, yo, my friend's soul is feeling you. Oh, I got a friend. You single? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm single. So I got a friend who's interested in you. Come through, and let's talk it out. I come over here. I look at you. I'm like, oh my gosh, she put me onto the most fire joint ever. This is crazy. And she deep like me. And we can have conversations. And we talking. Oh, my God. This is real. This is rare. And then we get to talking. And then two, three months down the line, I'm finding out, like, I, I might have did this with some other niggas, too. And I'm just one of the niggas that y'all didn't, you know, <laughs> gave a call to four niggas. I got a friend. <laughs> you saying? Are you serious? <laughs> so that kind of happened. Not necessarily that explicit. It wasn't like I was a nigga who, you know, that's my theory. Okay. But I found that I wasn't the only guy talking to the girl who I was put on to. Yeah. But because I was put on, when I'm put on, I feel like this is authentic. This is lit. Like, mm-hmm. you don't get you put on for some bullshit. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know? Real shit. Real shit. No, that's what I'm saying. Because the person knows you and then knows yeah. the other person. I don't, yeah. I don't so feel you like you get put on know, for something. So you talking to 50 different and you put me on? Like, you and so you, you put me on. I can't fuck like... with you no more, Johnny. <laughs> type shit. Type yeah. shit. I got it for a back. We was cool before. My man's still talking to you, but nah, now I'm sitting on you every time my man, me and my man come together. I'm like, yeah. Shorty. Let me give you the down slow on shorty. <laughs> you might be in love with her hard body. I might be at one, but I don't just know I don't like your girl, big bro. Like, and that's how I it happened. That. So I wrote this song called Out of Space. And if you listen to the song, you might not even know that it's about a breakup. Unless you some, you know, some people like listen to lyrics and be like, oh yeah. But like when you bump into the song, this is like an upbeat song and it's cool. And when that was the first time I said in the beginning of the song, if you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. You know, education. Um, and then I liked the way it sounded. Like, that was my first time playing with the little Caribbean accent and all that. <laughs> so that's how it came. And then, like, now that's the thing. Now people be like, people see me and be like, yo, you don't know your education. I'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> so, like, that's cool, though. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's it's very, the thing. So I always say trend that. Trendsetting. You got to yeah. get it. All right. <clears throat> That's crazy. That is such a crazy situation. For real. No, it's okay because we don't. I don't play. I, don't, I mean, not that I don't. We don't. We don't have to play victim. We don't have to play victim. You know, we don't have to play victim. We don't have to like this. This did that to me. Like you know, we have no, choices, yeah. and I did what I did you to. You learned the lesson, that. and you kept it moving. Like it wasn't like you were. You didn't come with a crazy bad intent. You I came, thought she was the one. You talked to whoever you talked to. Huh? I thought she was the one. I love no, that's what I'm saying. Like you came, you started talking to somebody. I'll be feeling bad. No, he came, he started talking to somebody. He wanted to, he wanted to find certain things. Okay, it wasn't dumb. It just was not dumb. All right, bet. It's better that you had found that out now than. Three years right. until marriage or whatever the case may be. You found out what you found yeah, out. Yeah, but it's just not common. You hear men saying shit like that. So then when you hear it and then you hear they got fucked over, that's how that's what creates the fuck niggas. Not to say that you're going to be a fuck Yeah, nigga, but everything is a cycle too. Because exactly. what if he gets fucked over and decides to do that to the next person too? And Everybody person. does have a choice within themselves. And that's why it was good that you say, all right, bet. You went into it and you were genuine. She just wasn't. Okay. That's okay. That's that's. Still make sure you go into your next situation. I think people are genuine though. I think everyone is genuine. It's just that we, like I said about time earlier, we carry things from the past that we haven't healed from, and our genuine, genuine, our genuine. Yeah, baby. You break. You buy. That is. Thank you, baby. Because that is the saying in this house. Okay. You break. Say it with me. Break. No, 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 no. You break. You, you, 
I can't say that because you're going to ask me to buy. That shit she takes tight. Good. What's this? Like, what you want? That's, that's the same thing. <laughs> you want the change in my pocket? No, no, no. Just say it with me so I know you okay, know. Okay, you break. You break? You, you smell buy. good. You buy. Thank you. You buy. I'm straight. And I got to tell people because if they be leaning in that close and they be smelling something. This all right? That's, yeah, that's lesbian. Oh, I be like, yo, God. why are you so close? Beautiful. All the way around. Oh, God. Children of blood and bone. Yeah, God. Why do you think I got that? Yes. I'm keeping that. That's staying here. I wrote this book called The Mouth Book Messages of Uplift the Hill. Um, M-O-U-T-H is the acronym for Message of Uplift the Hill. No, because that's all that should be coming out of our mouths. Messages uplift. Messages of Uplift to Hill. M-O-U-T-H. And um, it was around a time where I wasn't too... I wasn't too satisfied with the way things were going in my life, so I decided to change the course, you know? I mean, actually, around the time where I began writing affirmations, I was pretty excited, mm. but I noticed, because I was having weekly meetings at my crib, and I had my crib, things happen, but, um... You gonna get again? Yeah, I'm coming back. I, I feel I'm that. Coming back. It's already here. Yeah, it's here. I already see it, but... There you go, it's like that shit. So I had a crib, mm-hmm. and I was having weekly meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come together with people... I had a crib. You have. I have a crib, and I'm having weekly meetings. (laughs) And when you come together with people... Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) When you come together with people, you know how differences just come to the Mm -hmm. surface. Like how we all had three different opinions of the Mm -hmm. same thing earlier, and we were sharing ours. That happens a lot at weekly meetings. Mm -hmm. And I realized, like, okay, if this was that time, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have even surrendered. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you actually are right. Mm-hmm. Yes. You actually right. I was wrong. I meant this. Da, da, da. Yes. I wasn't even that humble at the time. Yes. But I knew, like, at, I wanted to. And it would, it would be like after me to the next day. Mm-hmm. I would be literally like, yo, I was just a cornball. Mm-hmm. It would be a part of me just like... Both later. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, why am I so egotistical? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I... I saw the, the, the discomfort on his face. Why did I allow him to leave my house mm-hmm. in discomfort? Why didn't I just apologize? Why didn't I, you know, why did I got to be my my perspective is the one? Mm-hmm. Why? You know, so I began to write affirmations. You know, affirmations. You know what affirmation is? Yes. What's affirmation? I have affirmations too. Give me a definition. Yeah. Damn, a definition. It's okay <clears throat> if you don't know how to explain it, but you do. Okay, so basically for me personally, affirmation in my perspective is things that you say to yourself to affirm yourself, to basically keep yourself in a positive mindset so that you don't fall into that lower vibrational energy. And even if you do fall into that lower vibrational energy, if you say those affirmations to yourself, you can elevate yourself to come back into the higher side, to remember it's like you're supposed to be. Okay. So I feel like you just described as positive affirmation. But an affirmation is anything you say you want to come true. So that is good. That is positive affirmation. Yeah, That's the affirmations sure. that are in this book. Yeah, positive sure. affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, but affirmation could also be I'm having a bad day. Oh, today was a long day. I get you saying. Oh, you know what I'm saying I can but never, I, like I can never mess with someone who's. But I felt who like you were talking like about positive affirmation. Yeah, 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 I was. Okay. But I just want to also <clears throat> make sure people understand <clears throat> how we always speak affirmations. Mm-hmm. So we'd be like, oh, I can never Doesn't matter what it is, yeah. be a friend with somebody who talk like this. Or I can never have a white friend. That's why words have power. Words have power. That's what affirmations is. Powerful yes, words. What you words say. that we speak and, mm. it, and it comes true. So a lot of times we speak things and we're not necessarily aware of it being real, being true. That's why I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to say mm. time is not real. I'm not, not going to say mm. because it's like, it's real. You know, so and then I'd be like, oh, money ain't real, but I'm behind my bills and like I need some real money so <laughs> so I began writing affirmations during that time around the time where I was having these meetings and I was reflecting on myself after the meetings like I wasn't the kind guy mm. I wasn't a nice guy I was just trying to be right I wasn't really like what kind of leader am I if I'm the leader of these meetings it's my career I'm bringing people together mm-hmm. to, to, to fund my projects to bring ideas to my projects to help me along I kind of need to be less dictated tutorial and mm. more of a 
communal leader. I'm going to work with people, not a lot of people to work for me. Mm. So I started writing affirmations. And then after writing affirmations for quite a while, I began, I like went into the state of like not appreciating life. Like, you know, mm. like I feel like I'm supposed to have this and I don't got it. Mm. I feel like I'm so talented and I don't have what my talent is worth. You know, and I feel like I'm worth more than what I have. And I feel like I ain't giving what I deserve. And I feel like, you know, things ain't the way I want it to be. And I literally was, like, not really appreciating life for what it could be appreciated for. You know? Hmm. Like. I'm just thinking where you're going. So, like, we was talking about suicide earlier. And I was literally like, yo, like, how can I do this? Hmm. In front of a train, that's too crazy. That's too much. Um, <laughs> jump off a building. Hold on, that might work. Eh, I don't know. That's going to be scary jumping. Yeah. But if I jump backwards, I ain't got to see it. Mm. I was literally talking all of that. Mm. Like, I'm going to jump backwards out of my house. Then it was like, all right, nah. If I jump backwards, that's a chance of me surviving. <laughs> now if I survive and now I'm crippled for the rest of my life, that's worse. I could have been walking, though. So let me. <laughs> it so, is a good thing that you think. So I had to reflect. I had to reflect, like, hold on. Suicide is not the option for me. I got so many talents. There's mm. people that's looking up to me. There's people that mm. depend on me. My mom's yes. still alive. My pop's still alive. My mm. brothers and sisters is here. Like, I have friends. I have people that, that just call me just to say what up. Mm. I have people that, like, I know that sacrifice so much of their selves to give to me. Mm. And me letting go and giving up would be letting them down. Yeah. Knowing that I have so, knowing I have so much to give. And I think this is important because, like, I think about, like, Robin Williams and, mm. you know, and, and, and what's the rapper dude who just passed? Next. No, mm. the dude who just committed suicide. Um, Mac Miller? Mac Miller. When I think about these people, I think, like, how much people that love these people's energy and, you know, appreciated them. But nobody knew how they were feeling on the inside. Mm. So I think me letting people know how I feel can allow me to deal with it. Mm. Because I could be feeling like this. And then five, ten years later, I commit suicide and nobody knew. Like, I don't know. Like, he was always seemed like a cool mm. guy. He came to my crib and podcasted and he was cool. He was uploaded. Mm. But it was like, you no, know, I didn't know he was feeling that down. But like, if, but if I share this with you, you know... I mean, you know, let's just say, yeah. you know, like, oh, then five, ten years later, I do off myself. Then it's like, yeah, like, he was battling with it. You knew. So, like, you, the the chances of me doing that is less because you will always be here for me. You always be like, oh, you're exactly. good. So, like, exactly. that's what I'm trying to tell. Like, we don't necessarily even allow ourselves to admit it. So, we're, like, just battling within ourselves. And we don't even allow people to help us if they don't know what we're going through. So, like. You know, like, I was literally like, you know, I don't really care. We don't even get a chance to, to, to express that that dark part of ourselves. But we're afraid of how people going to pursue us. You know, some people might brush it off. Like, you good, bro. You ain't got nothing to be mad yeah, about. Yeah, And then just think that's going to help. But you good, bro. You got a lot to be living for, bro. You good. Like, you feel me? And, like, we don't want to hear that. Exactly. We, we might need something totally different sometimes. And that thing is something we don't even know we need. But that is what allowed this book to be much more powerful to me because if when I wrote the book, being so pessimistic, I didn't even appreciate I knew that I wanted to write a book, but that part of me was like, I don't care, just a book. But then it's like, hold on, like mm. this is what got me here, which what got me reflecting on life and death yes. and, and appreciating life and not feeling worthy. Like this is what it is. Mm. So like after I'm realizing that I appreciate writing this book so much more. So this is a book I was writing an affirmation every day for like a year. So I took a hundred of the affirmations and put them in a book. Mm. And then for every affirmation, there's a question. And there's a lot of blank space you could write because you got to answer the question. So it's a self-reflection guide, mm. like a journal to people. Get to read the affirmation, then get to write. You know, because that's what I did to get myself <laughs> more, oh boy. more focused. So I wanted to share that process so with people. That that. So it is. That's... I wrote a book recently that the one actually I told you that I'm trying to publish. Mm-hmm. Um, for the photography class that I do, I wrote an affirmation book for the kids to do, and also to put their pictures in them too. So we on the same page. Yeah, that's dope. That's all the kids. Funny. So you know about the power of affirmations. 
like you said, you have affirmations of law, you write affirmations, you see affirmations, and I feel like that's important. Yes. So what I want to do is... um. I didn't do my poem yet, is it? Oh, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. You're supposed to share your poem. Go ahead. Get it out the way right now. Or get it on the way right now. So she wrote a poem about cornballs. Stop saying that. <laughs> cornballs who... It's not that. It's not about the person that the poem is about. Okay. But let me introduce it. <laughs> and then they will see what it's really about. She wrote a poem about cornballs who got ill intentions and don't know how to kind of her correct as a real man. <laughs> you feel me? Come to a woman correct. Come to her as a man, she treats you as a man. Come to her as a cornball, you treat it as a cornball. You feel me? So this is the poem to all you cornballs out there. <laughs> it's not how it goes. So um, basically, I wrote the poem to basically reflect on myself because I was asked if I was too, why am I so emotional? And I had to like really think on myself and really ask myself like, am I really that emotional? Like, I really buddy? Because nobody's really asked me that. I've always been asked, like I believe I said this one, but I've always been asked why am I so deep, but I've never been asked why am I so emotional? So I wrote this poem to describe it's a little deep, so we're going to get a little perspective of my life. Okay. So, I'm not really going to perform it. So, I'm just going to read it. <laughs> okay. With pain comes change. I've heard this so many times before. It was beaten into me. It was memorized and imprinted into the floor. I've stared at it so many times, rubbing the welts from the buckle of the belt, silent cries, and begging no more. I remember the time when I was riding the bike I wasn't supposed to. I was told a lot of things I didn't listen to. Racing the neighborhood kids down the hill, craving just one sense of bliss, dying to escape all those hits that was equipped with so many regrets for their wrists. I fell coming down that hill. That rock, also known as life, stuck to the wheel of the bike. I lost control and hit the pavement. I knew even that pain wouldn't compare to the one that was coming. My pain already wasn't enough payment. I've often questioned why am I so emotional? Why do I feel so deeply? I've seen death more times than I can count at the hands of someone who said they loved me. I was already abandoned by the person whose job it was to help create the soul I was supposed to be. <clears throat> so now that I was blessed with another chance, I was puzzled with what was granted to me. I learned that love is way more painful than created to be. And when taught to love aggressively, that soul had no choice but to create that same energy which was then passed down to me. And although death was more common to me, I had no choice but to create the light you see. Because if I chose to be like them, the light you see would have probably been your enemy. Mm. It's like, that's it. So it's more about you coming correct. You know what I'm saying? Coming correct to the, the, the energy that you don't necessarily respect. It's more of ex explanation of why there is emotion and why I love so hard. Okay. Well, so, um, what affirmations do you write on the regular? Um, and I like your poem. Thank you, I appreciate it. Um, so, you know, there's certain things I say to myself. So, I have weird affirmations. My affirmations sometimes be songs. That's not weird at all. So like, I have the affirmation, um, holy by, I forgot her name. I forgot how the, um, her name, but the song goes, I woke up in the morning with my mind set on loving me. And that was one of my affirmations for a very long time. Because I always put energy into other people because I see so much potential in other people and I feel like a lot of times that not that I've reached my full potential but I feel like I've reached a certain level of potential where I can help others and the, when people don't want to reach it, it, it bothers me. What's your song? I'm a Libra. Hmm. Why did you breathe out like that? Explanations! I feel like Libras could be everybody's friend. Yeah, we're like that. So, like, 
I can backfire a lot. Always trying. Not always trying to, but you know, always being available to other people can like take away from you being available to yourself. Ugh, I would never lie. That's why I drink wine. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so, um, you write original affirmations too or not? Yes, sometimes. Um, I had wrote affirmations mostly when I was getting abused. Just basically to program my mind not to allow the abuse to control me mentally. Or not to project it because I have a son as well. You mean you're getting abused if you shit if you are comfortable sharing. Mm. You're getting abused in what type of situation? So this is just what I do. My perspective is my parents adopted me at a very older age and they weren't ready for the teenagers that came along with that. And um, I was abused in the sense of physically. Um, My mom, like, she was wild a lot. She was Caribbean too, so if you know anything about Caribbean parents, they don't really understand the the thin line between abuse and discipline. (laughs) So, you know, once you reach America, you know, abuse now it's not really it's not really discipline anymore so excuse me so you know I was abused physically emotionally um and spiritually mostly emotionally and spiritually because um I wasn't their child so the constant oh you don't even need to be here or the constant we could have left you where we found you as a child can really fuck your mind up. So, you know, being trapped in that mindset and knowing that you didn't really belong there, like, you, your entire being didn't project the energy that they projected every day. So it's just a very trapping feeling. So I had to write things to break myself out of the cycle of, okay, this is clearly what I deserve. Take care. That's what's up. You know, you had you you were able to reflect on it. I think that's the beauty of life is you know, many of us go through many different things. Some of us go through entirely other things. I wouldn't say worse or better. Yeah. But like entirely other things yeah. on a different scale. And our ability to accept and reflect on them in ways that allow us to not carried into the present is the power that we have as humans to make choices right now, you know. It may not be your fault that that happened to you, but it is your responsibility now as an adult to not use it to keep going. To use it to keep going or not to, you know, because you can use that to fuel you. You know, you can use it in a positive way. You can use it to fuel you in a negative way. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's that is where, yeah, that is where the choice lies. So I appreciate you for sharing that. Um, and that's why I wrote this mouth book. Because it was like, I was reflecting on myself and like, why am I this way? Why am I this way? I'm going to read one of the affirmations from the book. Matter of fact, I'm going to share one of the affirmations that I wrote. And we could, um, and I would love to hear your perspective of it. Hmm. Hmm. It's funny what this affirmation is. So, this affirmation says, I am a product of choices and decisions, not a victim of circumstance. <laughs> Self-control is key when controlling the situation is out of my hands. Mm, synchronicity. <sighs> you were supposed to write that. that. It's funny. Like, I didn't even ex- know that that, exactly. like, we're right here. Like, That's the way the universe works. That's the exciting part. So. Well, you look sexy. I am a product of choices and decisions, not a victim of circumstance. Self-control mm. is key when controlling the situation is out of my hand. Mm. So I want to ask you, like, what do you think about that? But I feel like you already explained it. Just yeah, now. you feel me? Right. I mean, I could explain it. Okay, great. Basically, because I, I ask people that. People, I, I, like you said earlier, I kind of pull people's intentions out. So guys that I meet, if I know they grew up in the hood or in a neighborhood where that was, 
wasn't good for them. I asked them, are you a product of your environment? Because understanding where you're from and understanding that you don't have to be that person is important. Understanding the environment you grew up in in the sense of your home. You don't have to be that person. You can still project that better image than the one you've seen before. It's about how you control yourself. It's about how you control yourself now. You know, the power of now. So, um... Where are you going? <laughs> you doing no trash bags? No, no, where is the bin? You threw it out. Shit. Yeah, you're talking about where is the bin. I cannot believe you really just had that No, because you know what? <laughs> the last thing I remember was it being in your room. No, we had a bin out here the entire time. That's your garbage out there? No. Mm. Well, I'm about to take everything out. Because I had took the garbage out of the door, and I thought it was, like, it was your garbage out there, but I didn't know, so I left it there. I think that's what we're going to drop the stairs. Right. So, um, it's all good. Self-control, um, is, I feel like self-control is, a is one of those simple things we were talking about earlier that's so simple that it's hard to implement in our lives. You know, self-control, um, because it's like easy, control yourself. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, there's things that... You know, this thing that hook us, and it's like, nah. You know, I just want to, like, let go of self-control in this moment, you know. And, like, and it allows us to explore other realms of not being in control of ourselves and see how far we can go. So, um, I think a lot of us, you know, have that ability to, like, see how far we could go without controlling ourselves. You know, like, if something happened in my past that caused a certain trauma, I want to see, you know, I think that's where, like, a lot of toxic relationships begin to build when it's like, you know, like, and we know what we're doing when it's like we're arguing and screaming and abusing someone, and then it's like, I want to see how far I can get by screaming. I want to see how far I can get by abusing. I want to see how far I can get by putting them down. See how much they're going to let me put them down. I want to see how much they're going to let me neglect them and stuff yep. like that. And that's personally what I know. Yep. It's about me. Me, like, personally, mm. like, I don't know. I just feel like as a Capricorn, I could kind of want to be alone sometimes. But in the same aspect, I really don't want to be alone. I just want to kind of know that I can have my space that I want it. But in the same time, I want you to invade my space. No. Time for you. That's what it sounds like. Okay, okay. but it's like <laughs> it's like if I say yo, like get out of my face, leave me alone, don't talk to me. That really just means like that's a woman shit. Okay, that's that's it's, it's, that's a woman shit. So when I do some woman <laughs> shit and and like I'm like you get out of my face, don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, if I do some woman shit, like get out of my face, don't talk to me, like leave me alone. I really just mean like if you really want to talk to me that bad. Don't let these words stop you. You know, like, otherwise, if you, <laughs> like, that's what I really mean. Like, if you're really going to get out of my face and don't talk to me. Way. Can you see this? Yeah. Okay. But it, I'm feeling, what I, what I, what I'm saying, like, if, if, if you're really going to stop talking to me, then, like, obviously, then that's what I'm feeling like. You let my that's words. That's that manipulation bullshit. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, but he understands that about yeah. himself and he's telling you that. Exactly. I like, I understand that I'm, I'm not being. Be like, really? Yeah, I'm understanding I'm not being like fair. That I'm that I'm not being uh I'm not allowing myself to come in a in a healing way. I'm not allowing myself to come in a way that I'm that I'm overcoming past trauma. I'm not mm-hmm. allowing myself I'm sticking to old things, you know, I'm sticking to old habits that are not healthy. And that's what I feel like, you know, I, I noticed that about me. I can do that, like, you know. But it, and and I feel like the the people who are self reflective, you know, I don't. They got more of a chance, you know. I don't know how this could come off, but the people who are good at controlling themselves are good at controlling others. Mm. So, like, if um, if you was to be able to master, you know, like your, you know, like. If the, it depends on who I say that to and how they take it, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, because 
if I say, like, get out of my face and talk to me, like, leave me alone, it could come off different to someone who's been neglected in their past exactly. by their parents, and they really, like, take it to heart. And then literally don't talk for hours and be like, you said don't talk to me. And they could come off to someone else and be like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm going to talk to you. Like, That's come me. here, give me a like, kiss. Like, don't, don't even, like... You be all right. Yeah, like, you feel me? And, like, so, like... That is the, the 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 difference between controlling yourself and like manipulating others. Is like it depends on the other person too. You know? So like a lot of controlling ourselves is about actually knowing ourselves, knowing yes. where we're at because you can you can at any point in time have a trigger that allows you to let go of control and then you take advantage of that and depending on who you're dealing with can ripple into something that's completely out of your control. Yeah. Now you're deep into out of control realm. So like I feel like when we come when we are out of control, we kinda need to know who we're dealing with. We might need someone who's more in control of themselves so they are able to bring us back. Yeah. But if you're too broken, out of control, then nobody can ever help you. Alright, so I feel like that's 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 where like that affirmation comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's like I'm a product of choices and decisions. I'm I'm not a victim of circumstances. Self control is key. Looking, you know, hold on. I'm a product of choices and decisions, not a victim of circumstance. Self control is key. When controlling the situation is out of my hand. So like. If I can't control the situation, that means I might, it's ironic, I might not have much self-control. Mm. You know, if I have self-control, then the situation is always going to be able to control too. You know, because it's like an inside-outside thing. So, like, but moreover, when I wrote that, I'm thinking, like, you know, when something is not working for me, mm-hmm. you know, I might not have enough money to buy something that I think I need or I want. I might not have as much resources or I might not you know I want to be a millionaire I'm not and it's like okay that's can't control spending $100,000 right now if I want $100,000 worth of things but I can control myself to budget I can control myself enough to save I can control myself enough to have a financial plan to be more financially literate I can control myself to learn about business stocks you know investing I can control that part so that I can gain more self-control over my million-dollar vision. So, like, you know? And that also came from that time where I was in meetings, and I'm like, yo, like, people, you know, being around so many different people, it caused me to bring certain things out of me. And it's like, I need to learn self-control. And a lot, of, and I'm learning that more and more every day. It's like, sometimes when I get into debates or differences with people, sometimes let it win, you know? And... When I surrender and be like, yo, I you right more, I realize that, like, the people can actually see who I am and realize, like, okay, I see your point. Mm-hmm. But when I'm just trying to prove my point, I'm not really getting through because yeah. they could see just, they could feel the, the ego. They could mm-hmm. feel the, they could feel the energy, and the energy is what they're disagreeing with, not necessarily my point. Exactly. So, delivery. yeah, delivery. So this book is about that, like, allowing me to self-reflect on myself. So I wanted to share this with people so that they can self-reflect as well. You know? And it's, that's affirmation, and there's also questions, you know? Like, one of these, like, a prompt, write a letter of thanks to anyone or to multiple, multiple people at a time. You can keep it to yourself, or you can share it with them. So you can just, like, write the thanks on pages. You can write plans. You know, what's the difference between a friend and a pair? You know, what's the difference between a friend and a pair? A friend and a what? A pair, like someone who's your pair, like your associate. Someone's a friend. Where's she going? Um, she went to school. Well, I'm about to text her to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking, but I need to get you holding your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
No, it wasn't even that. I'm just she like, I just thought about it. Like, right I just back. realized she wasn't in here. She made it seem like she was coming right back. Nah, because she texted me and said somebody else was with them. Can they come upstairs? And I was like, fine. She did say somebody was coming to pick up something. Yeah. So right after this week, could wrap it up. It's been pretty intense. Hey. Yeah. Sorry. It's my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Be you. Yeah. Girl, what are you doing in there? Y'all gotta sweep like a mug, bro. I gotta clean. Where's the door? Oh. It's in the way. Um, Peyton's supposed to come here. You hear me? Who's Peyton? He's getting to this conversation so much. I'm gonna say it the way I normally say it, and he—I know he's not gonna kill her. What? It's the one your homie was gonna kill. Oh, that girl. Yeah, she's supposed to come get the bread for the thing she did for me. She's supposed to do what? Come get the money for the logo she did for me. Oh, okay. How much was it? Forty. Okay. Well, I don't give a fuck right now, nigga. You can show me. Okay. Oh, like, here. <laughs> okay. I was making sure you knew, cause you know you—you you said to talk about who's coming in the crib. I love her, though. And she finessed my shit. I want her to do another one. But I ain't got another $40. I want to play my theme song so bad, but I don't feel like getting this done. I so before we end this off. Okay. Before we end this off, um, what is three, like um, three things you could say to people to make them be more of themselves, be more focused on their goals, to appreciate life more. You know, three things that. Three things that, matter of fact, matter of fact, here's this. What's three things that made you smile yesterday? Weed. On Friday, one thing was weed. Waking up in the morning. Okay. The sun on my face. The sun on your face. My weed. son called me. The sun, your son called you. And just being grateful for just all the experiences that I have, all the blessings that I have in front of me, like, I have my own spot. I have a dope-ass roommate. I don't got to deal with no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a dope-ass kid. You know what I'm saying? It's bullshit that I went through with my ex. My ex still hold me down with bread when I need it. And honestly, he's the only person that called me yesterday to check if I was good when I was in pain. So, I appreciate that. I appreciate... Every day I wake up, I literally just appreciate everything that's around me because I know that, number one, I try to ended it all a couple of times so to just still have the amount of blessings that I have around me is dope it's mad dope no doubt well thank you for this very intense and overly everywhere podcast um it's Leto yeah this is Libby it's Leto she was the first person I asked to pop out on the podcast you ready now First guest on the Blue Poetry Podcast, you feel me? It's late. So, First person. You know you got to start with the soul. I appreciate you. That's for everything again. And I'm going to say on your podcast, on your podcast, this young man right here definitely killed his ego and definitely allowed women to shine for a couple of seconds and understand that we were all making points and that our point was just as valid as his. And men don't do that. And I just wanted to commend you on your own <laughs> shit and let you know that you fired for that. Don't do that. You fired for that. Remember that. Make sure you put this on me. All right, bet. <laughs> you fired for that.